it's time for our next event podcast, the most important award in Hollywood history, the Cinemaxies. The Cinemaxic crew takes a look at film as a whole and decide our winners for every category. The catch? Our winners don't even have to be nominated by the Academy, and a lot of our categories are going to be absolutely ridiculous. You'll have to tune in to find out next Monday as we hand out our awards. In this episode, we review Alita Battle Angel. We discuss Thor playing Hulk Hogan, Captain Marvel going above and beyond in reactions, and we cap it off with our Oscar predictions for every category and a way for you to get involved and win some movie tickets courtesy of the Cinemaxic crew. It's time to dive in. This is Cinemaxic. Well, boys, welcome back to another rousing episode <laughs> of our little humble movie podcast here, Cinemaxic, a podcast about movies. As always, I am your host, Max Leadham, at Max Fozzy, on mic number four today in the corner of our little room here. It just feels nice. Uh, joining me today, across from me, the producer slash seducer himself, um, we used that last time. <laughs> Jordan Katzer, welcome back to the podcast, buddy. As filling in uh, as a role again this this week for, yeah, for a little action, a little cinematic. Ready, ready to talk some movie. Ready to talk some movie? We've <laughs> come to the right place. He really, truly has one movie. One movie. Sitting <laughs> diagonal to me. Yep. Is the right one. Tanner Rush at Danger Rush himself back again with another gloriously shaved in mustache. Trimmed it earlier, yeah. 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 You're rocking a goatee for a couple weeks. Now it's back to straight-up mustache. Well, so... There's a little stubble. The thing about my face is that hair does not grow in on my uh, cheeks, so it's a natural goatee. So I don't grow a goatee, it's just I don't shave. Well... And it's a natural goat. A natural goat? Yeah. It's the goat of goats. Mm. It's true. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to find the most efficient way to uh, shave where... I don't get little hair trimmings all over my bathroom sink. So there's a couple things. There's one. Just go in Jordan's there's, bathroom. There's don't this, do that. There's this. Uh, <laughs> if you look this up, don't do that. There's this thing that you actually you put it you put it around your neck it's like a bib and two yeah two little suction cups that you suction cup to the mirror and then you you shave and it catches all your oh, droppings. Wow. Yeah. Sounds like quite the process. Not, yeah. It's so you, it's not as bad as it sounds. Tanner, you just need you to know get what I do. One of those cones they put on dogs. Tim. Tim. See, I haven't. Tim. Okay. Tim. I haven't introduced you yet. Please don't speak. And to my left, I have Tim Reichmith here once again for the Cinemaxic Podcast. At Tim Reich, at no, at at Tim Trist, at Tim Trist. There you go. All right, you can. You may, you may speak. I'm, I'm, why, why? Thank you. Uh, <laughs> as I was saying, as the Tanner, the have one you seen the that goatee beard, thing that you just uh, put over your you goatee? You know what? I'm gonna mute your microphone. Oh. There. Um, no, as I was saying, what I usually do is I like to lay. Some paper towels on the floor or on the sink. Multiple paper towels. Yeah. It catches it and you just kind of wad it up. There's a few stragglers, but overall, what I do, it does the job. What I do is I just get completely naked and I shave any part of my body that needs shaving. In the bathtub? Nope, just oh, anywhere. Okay. And then I get the vacuum cleaner. In my living room. And I sweep up everything <laughs> in, in the bathroom. Yeah. As long as you don't have a bath Best mat. lighting, Tim. Now, if you have a bath mat, I might recommend removing this bath That's mat sunlight. for the purpose Ooh. of shave. If it's natural then, lighting. You know, it doesn't even Noon have to clock. be a vacuum. <laughs> right. It doesn't even right. have to be a vacuum. It just has to be maybe a dust buster. Mm-hmm. 
A shot back. A shot back. Ooh. You should get the job done. Good tips. Yeah, it's not bad. There's actually this thing, though. uh, It's literally a goatee cup, and you put it over your mouth. And you shave what for, what, around the well, cup. Well, I don't need that. Yeah. <laughs> it, you know, it only grows right there. I don't. <laughs> Tanner does that perfectly. <laughs> Listen, I don't. Grow, he was born with one of those. I don't grow yeah. a goatee, but I imagine it would make it really easy to shave one. But it sounds like it's already sure. pretty easy for it, you. It's not. Well, he doesn't really have to. Yeah. Just you already got goatee. It. Just trim it. We should. Uh, we should all grow goatee in honor of Tanner. Why? I don't know. It'd be kind of dead. fun. He just said, in honor of me. <laughs> right, but you're alive. I feel like that doesn't mean you shouldn't be You can't honor someone me. that's alive? You can, I guess. They're just, honoring people I, this Sunday. It seems more like a tribute. At the Oscars. <laughs> Boom. Segway. Just kidding. Um, I'll accept oh, I like tribute. that. I like that. So what did we watch this week, Anyways. boys? Uh, other than Alita, did we watch anything other than that? Jordan? Nothing? Nothing. I nothing. watched him. Nothing. Uh, except Alita. <laughs> good well, you're, i you're... watched uh the breaker uppers because it had taiki watiti's name on it and it was a comedy so i'm like hey i'll watch it uh it was not very funny at all i'd say the best part was when jermaine clement was in it for probably three minutes at most at the very beginning and then it just kind of went downhill from there um so i would not recommend it unless you like New Zealand comedies. Gave it a two and a half out of five. That's a niche category. New I know, Zealand right? comedy. Um, well, I watched a little uh, ditty called Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, and I pretty much agree with a lot of your comments you said yes last week, Tim. It's a very... Th- to me, the movie itself is okay. Um, it's, it's a good movie. I, I said... Seven out of ten is probably what I would say as a, just as a whole. Uh, I've I watched a I've seen a lot of biopics, and um, many of them do it better than Bohemian Rhapsody. It just I I felt like some of it was kind of rushed. Uh, I felt like some of it was, um, somewhat, uh, just watered down. So yeah, it's I just felt like it was it was okay for a biopic. It just wasn't the best thing ever. Uh, but I will say Rami Malek's performances, uh, Freddie Mercury, he he deserves any award he wins. Like uh, I think Christian Bale's the favorite, but if Rami Rami won it, I wouldn't be upset. He totally would deserve it because he was great too. Honestly, I having seen Vice as well, it, it's gonna give Christian Bale a run for his money. Um, the, I mean the prosthetic teeth alone that Rami had to act through versus uh, versus Christian Bale putting on 200 pounds. I mean, you're getting a lot of method acting there. Uh, so it, it was it's, it's a good movie. It's definitely worth a watch. You're going to find out a lot of stuff about Queen and about Freddie Mercury that you didn't know before. Um, and it's it's a good enough movie to take a look at, especially for Rami's performance. So um, that's what I thought of Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, and that's pretty much really wraps up what we watched this week. So... I'm without further ado. I'm gonna let you guys uh, get into a little movie called Alita: Battle Angel. That had James Cameron attached as a producer, um, and I'm gonna let you guys take it away because I have not seen it. So, by all means, we'll Tanner, do, Tim, uh, and Jordan, you knock it out of the park. We'll do right. non non spoilies. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's pretty new still, so yeah. people should go see it. 
They should. Did you? So did you guys go? One. That's the first thing I'm. Did you guys see it in Dolby? It. Yeah, yeah, we saw in the Dolby. Not 3D. Not the, oh, just the Dolby. Like the Dolby Cinema so, uh, experience. Okay. Or yeah. I saw it in 3D and it was incredible. Really? Yeah. Tanner round two. I you a 3D fan? I'm not. I don't go for this. See, I don't thing. like 3D movies either. It's hard um, when you're already wearing glasses. What about? Did you see Avatar True. in 3D? That was a no. must. Actually, I don't think I saw Avatar in the theater. Oh, really? Tim. I know. I saw I it in IMAX like four times. I think the first time I saw it was on like a small 27-inch TV it's playing on a, my Xbox. It's the film of a generation, Tim. I, I know. It was amazing. I did not like yeah. it. It was so good. Mm-hmm. It was the best movie I've ever seen. Wholly original in every single way. Are you are you talking being about sarcastic at this point? Pocahontas? Getting progressively more <laughs> sarcastic. Uh, it was a blue Pocahontas. This is not an Avatar discussion, but it's still wild to me how that movie is like the most financially successful movie ever, but had like zero lasting cultural impact. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Yeah. Well, they, they've already signed on for five movies. I know. It's nuts. And they have their own like park. 15 years later. Think about this. They... They built a park at Disney before Star Wars. I don't want to. And when you say park, there's there's an as intense section. section. It's like the Harry Potter or whatever kind of like that. It's even less than the Harry Potter. It's just it's I believe it's just a you know a small little sliver of the park. Whereas like Star Wars edition is going to be this massive. um, So yeah, with Alita, Battle Angel. um, This is a adaptation of a. Manga or manga. I grew up pronouncing it manga. I think yeah, most manga. people say manga. it's manga. That's weird to me. I mean, I'll get... Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, James Cameron has been trying to make an Alita movie for quite some time. I've been hearing about it off and on for think, probably the past 10 years. I think I heard that he originally wanted to make it in the 1990s. Yeah. But the technology wasn't there, so he had to wait 20 years. Yep. Uh, directed by Robert Rodriguez, mm-hmm. who done a lot of crazy stuff over the years. Spy Kids, um, Desperado, Machete. Sin City. Sin City. Oh, he did Sin City? He didn't direct, actually. Or yeah, did he His just producer. produce that one? Yeah. Um, Elite is about a cyborg lady. Mm-hmm. She gets found, uh, her core, her human brain in her core, basically just her her head and part of her torso found in a junkyard. Yeah. Christoph Waltz's character, uh, Dr. Ito, puts her back together. She doesn't remember her past life, so the movie's about her kind of trying to figure out who she is mm-hmm. and the sort of... Uh, navigating this dystopian society she lives in where there's you know the the haves and the have-nots and the haves live in this floating city that we never really get to see but it's where everyone wants to be mm-hmm. and so she gets kind of wrapped up in a sort of conspiracies and people are interested in her where she came from all that good stuff um a lot of people I've called it kind of like young adultish, um, which maybe because it's about like I guess a younger female character, which is a common protagonist in like YA books and movies. But um, this movie's like 
really bleak <laughs> at times and mm-hmm. crazy violent. Yeah, like, oh, oh, it's PG thirteen, but I enjoyed the violence. This is good. It's not a family friendly film by any means. No, this would have given me nightmares as a kid. Really? Oh, I yeah, all the dismembering and yeah, I guess that's true. I guess that's um, true. So I went into that movie not exactly knowing what Alita was. I didn't research shit. So, so this this originally came from my brother wanting to see it, and then you kind of talking about it mm-hmm. the past couple of weeks. Um, and I think did we talk about it on a previous podcast at some point too? Just brought it up. I think we brought it up. Um, yeah, I didn't really know much about it either going into it, all yeah. except for the fact that they had been showing the trailer for over a year now. It feels like yeah. Um, so I I actually went in with very low expectations. One, I was not a fan of Avatar, so I did not really ex- care much about the whole James Cameron name. And then two, just the fact that it took him so long to release it mm-hmm. after showing the first trailer. Um, I thought there's probably just a lot of post-production issues and didn't think it was going to be very good. And then the third thing with the fact that it only got 59% on Rotten Tomatoes, I thought it was just an okay, or it would have been an okay movie. So, But I think it was, um, 50, it was 59% was the critics. the critics. And then it was like 80-something on the audience score. Yeah, audience scores seem to be way more it's actually favorable. Ninety four. Ninety four. Yeah. Um when the reviews started dropping, I think the first day Alita was at like thirty three percent and oh, then really? it climbed yeah. slowly to fifty nine. Um so yeah, I think it's gonna be I'm not sure if polarizing is the word, but I think it's one of those movies where you're either gonna be on board for it or you're not. Yep. It's um you have to see it in Dolby. Or Dolby 3D. If you see it in regular digital standard, it's not going to be near as good. Well, well, <laughs> that's where most well, people are going to see it. So yeah. Um. Uh, anyways, no, I. So overall, I really enjoyed the movie. Um. Again, all the action sequences was good. The story wasn't great, but it helped drive it along. There wasn't really any dull moments. Mm-hmm. Um. Kept me engaged. Um. I mean, personally, I gave it a I give it an eight out of ten, um, just because of the CGI. I thought it was really good, um, and then the whole movie experience. I mean, seeing it in Dolby with 3D, mm-hmm. and I don't like 3D movies, so um, I thought they did a, a very good job. Yeah. So, like the CGI in general was great. There was only like one scene that really was really off putting to me, and it was like when. Um, I can't remember the dude's name. Hugo. Hugo. When Hugo and Alita go up to the church roof. And they oh, show yeah. and they do the the pan over shot of below, and yes. I don't even think that was CGI. Now that I've seen, like, I went back and watched some like production videos mm-hmm, to see that, and like they built like a little tiny city to film all this. Yeah. So that may have not even been CGI. Maybe that's why it felt so out of place. Yeah. Um, but that I mean, other than that, like, I thought Alita looked. She didn't look out of place to me. She looked a no. little no, like I... they did really well with that. Yeah. They did. Other than the fact that she has giant anime eyes, um, but you get used to it like it works. Mm-hmm. Um, but beyond that, like I never really thought of her as being like a CG character. Mm-hmm. I and mean, some of the action scenes, just the way characters move around, obviously like real things with masks can't actually move like that. But mm-hmm. again, this is based off of a Japanese comic book. I think you kind of have to alter your your. Uh, 
the the level or I guess the mode of critique you're going to apply to this movie when going into it. Um, my biggest issues were the the pacing and structure was sort of a little weird. Like I felt like there wasn't this significant focus on like a a central conflict that the characters are constantly working towards resolving. Yeah. Um, and the way the film ends kind of it necessitates a sequel. This is not right. a standalone story. Right. Um, from what I understand really kind of the uh the volumes of the the manga that or manga that this film covers are really effectively more like a prologue than a proper like act one of the overall narrative Mm -hmm. so i don't know if maybe they would have been better suited to have the first movie be further along in the timeline or not um it's just kind of a bummer because from I think what I read, this film has essentially bombed already in the United States. It's going to be really dependent on uh, the foreign market to make this profitable enough to where the studios might want to put out a sequel. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that happens. I would, yeah. I'd love to see a sequel to this. Me too. I would too. I'd rather see a sequel to this than Aquaman. Max? Well, you're only going to get one of those things. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, I thought was it Rosa Salazar? Great performance. Great performance. Yeah, like, I, I think it, I wouldn't say she carried the film, but if without that performance, I'm not sure if I would have like just liked it quite as much. Yeah. Did you uh, get goosebumps whenever she was in that bar scene, kind of doing her little speech, her little speech, and then rubbing the blood on her yeah, face? But, dog oh, no. there's a dog death guys yeah. it's not on screen not on screen, on screen, not on screen but... very sad very sad yeah but so if you've seen the promotional i guess minor spoiler here if you've seen the posters you see the what the the war paint under her face it's dog blood guys <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's not Spoilers, war paint alita smears dog blood onto her face before whooping ass oh yep man she whoops ass she whoops ass yeah yep uh, we won't we won't go any further there. <laughs> but yeah, watching like Rosa killed it. Yeah, killed it. Like watching her kind of find herself and like when she just her childlike self, yeah. like discovering new things that she hasn't yeah. what well, she's seen but hasn't doesn't remember. There's a moment early on where um, she's eating an orange, mm-hmm. so she bites into it with the peel and like kind of makes this like kind of gag face. It was just very uh cute moment yeah yep. sold me on the character yeah. pretty much with that alone yeah uh max do you have do you have any questions for us about alita maybe you no. can engage with this a little bit you don't want to know anything i was um yeah it sounded like whatever you guys said sounded great uh-huh Part yeah two. i, I kind of wanted to stay as uh out of this as possible just because i i expect to see the movie oh, okay. um so that was the main reason I haven't. That's why I let you guys kind of take it away. You know, I will. There's a lot of good actors in this film, like Christoph Waltz, mm-hmm. uh, Mahershala Ali, Jennifer Connelly. Yep. Um, another big kind of surprise Nova. cameo. Um, the guy who plays Nova. I won't say, I guess. Yep. Um, that being said, I feel like. They could have cast almost anyone to play any of these roles. 
Like, uh, I love Christoph Waltz and Mahershala Ali, but like, I just feel like they, the way the characters are written, like they didn't really get too much of a chance to really strut their stuff. Yeah, I mean, um, right. Ali crushed it in the scenes he was in. Sure, like, especially yeah, there, there wasn't a lot. Well, because yeah. he kind of plays two characters in oh, yeah. one in a way. I did kind of back to the whole thing where it's bleak. I liked how you know they didn't you know pull any punches back. It got dark in places. Yeah, uh, like that scene with Jennifer Conley at the end oh. with the trunk. Jennifer Conley. Yeah. Yeah. That took me by surprise. Like, holy I, crap. I had to ask him after the fact. I was like, so when he said you want to go to... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a lot of violent cyborg murder. There's violent real people murder. Mm-hmm. Um, Some dude gets straight up cut in half. Oh, two yeah. people get well, cut in half. Well, two people, but like a one's normal vertical. human meat man gets cut in half. One's Darth vertical, Maul style. one's horizontal. Yeah. All the angles. Um, uh, Jay Courtney's in this film. Uh, so is Michelle Rodriguez. So Michelle? <laughs> Jay Courtney is in this film for literally like 20 seconds. It's very strange. Fantastic. I can't wait to see that. I'd go see anything with or Captain Boomerang in it. Isaac Gonzalez was in it for... That's true short. from a Baby Driver. Yeah. yeah. I was surprised. I thought she'd have a much bigger part, but... Cannot. Oh, God. I'm just like... This movie's really violent, you guys. Like yes. the more I think about it, like it's like insane. the fact that they're in there like, dismembering how brutally yeah. these people get killed in this movie. It's nuts. It's amazing. It's yeah. awesome. Um, I want to go see it again. Max, you want to um, see it with me? Sure. March fifth, Christopher Robin comes to Netflix. Oh, I can finally watch well, it. Well, I don't yeah. care because I've already bought it. Um, is there anything else you guys would like to cover about Alita? I give it a 7.5 out of 10. I recommend you go watch it. Yeah. Support this film. Jordan, what about right, you, buddy? Right there with Tanner, 7.5. Really we enjoyed need, it. We need a sequel. And 10? Let's, 8 out of 10. We need a sequel. And if you're planning to see it again with this fellow, yeah, I'm going to go see I'm it in. with you. I'll are, see it. are you doing it in 3D again? Yeah, I'll see it in 3D again. Uh, let's make it Let's make Did, it a moment. Who said, oh, was that uh, you or was that Tanner? We have to see oh. it in 3D. I would recommend seeing in 3D. I'm out. Come, come on. I hate 3D movies. For that it, reason, it, I'm I, out. Max, I hate 3D. I hate it's going to be a no for me, too. dog. Huh? I hate 3D movies, too. But I thought they did a fantastic job. My eyes get all twirly. It's fine. All right. Well, that's our cinematic review of Alita Battle Angel. It sounds like we are, have... Uh, we, we, Thoroughly enjoyed it for what it was, and you should definitely go check it out. It seems like it's struggling at the box office uh, domestically. Still did better. It was the best performing movie this past weekend. Yeah. Uh, out did the second Lego movie. Yeah, too. Oh, wow. Which also opened that weekend, right? Or did that mm-hmm. come out the week before? No, that was this was, that was that yeah. week. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, it's... um. Yeah, definitely some encouraging words from uh, from the crew here. So I'm definitely going to give it a shot, and I'll take a look at it here pretty soon and maybe offer my thoughts on the next podcast. But uh, definitely go check it out. Boost that domestic rating so maybe we can get a sequel because it sounds like we really want one. Um, moving on to our next segment. Lego movie came out the 8th. Oh, Did one it? week earlier. According, yeah, a week earlier. Moving on to our next segment. It's time for In the News. So, boys, a uh, little... What's little, in the news? A lot of stuff's in the news this week, actually. Quite a lot of bullets here on my list. Um, number one being, even though I don't even know if we should cover this, because 
everyone around well, come this on out actor. With it. Apparently, there was a rumor broke on Twitter that Army Hammer was in final talks to be Batman. Oh, final Good, talks. we're talking about DC again. Which, yes, uh, we are. Which Winklevoss is that? Uh, Cameron? Both. Both? Oh. Both. Yeah. Uh, so, Army uh, was apparently in final talks to play Batman, but literally, uh, there was a guy from WB who's like, I'm not really one in for like breaking rumors like stopping rumors from continuing but uh this is not true at all and then another one was army hammer himself saying no i mean unfortunately he said unfortunately no one has gotten in touch with me or my agents about my availability it's the other winklevoss so so he said yeah <laughs> what i liked is that he said unfortunately so i don't know i think he'd be a fine batman i guess but uh I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, it just was something that was interesting to me. I mean, everyone came out and put, like, water on that fire of a rumor. So yeah. I don't... I, I It has That's no... pretty quick, though. Yeah. But I'm also someone yeah. who's, like, kind of... Eh, well, there, where there's smoke, there's fire type of thing. But, um, but literally, I mean, if it wasn't for Army Hammer coming out and saying, like, I literally... No one has talked to me about this. That's what he wants uh, you to think. Yeah. Yeah, maybe so. That's what he wants everyone He's to think. He's got you in the palm uh, of his yeah. hand. I mean, maybe they were doing, like public reaction testing they have they leak this just to see if some oh, people no, no, no. get it up they don't want another ben affleck thing when, when affleck got announced i was one can of those you really people. trust like, are you kidding can me? you can you really trust anything wb says because didn't they say henry cavill is no longer bat or superman at some point Ooh, no he's not he is no, out wb wb no, no 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 that's not been Cavill? confirmed i'm pretty sure i'm no, pretty sure he's a, a, rumor, a rumor not a, DC broke, master. a rumor broke that Henry Cavill was out as Superman, to which DC replied, uh, "We currently have no uh, projects on slate for Superman, but we like they never straight up <laughs> He's said not out. We're just not yeah, making they, any they, movies. They just they, we're gonna keep him around. The thing is, they didn't straight up say he's not Superman anymore. And uh, Henry Cavill's agent, who is the Rock's ex-wife, actually, uh, um, fun little fact there. Who also the Rock's ex-wife is." The Rock's agent as well uh, came out and said, "Don't worry, uh, Henry Cavill is not done playing Superman. The cape is just in the closet right now, and we're working on contract negotiations." Sounds like he's out to me. The rumor is, the rumor is, is that he has shot a cameo for Shazam, where he will appear as uh, Superman. But right now, in the current airing of the the movie around theaters for people who get to see shazam early all you see is like superman's chest symbol and uh you don't actually see above his shoulders and the rumor is is that henry cavill has already shot this cameo it just if they can work out contract negotiations they will paste him in to the movie like his actual clip and if they don't they're just going to keep it like shoulder and like just seeing the chess symbol um which still is a cool cameo i mean i don't care what anyone says it's still cool it's cool to see them interconnect these which is what i think they should have done from the beginning don't Why have is to it have... just his chest it's because he has a mustache well, because because the, if they don't have are they looking up, are they looking up <laughs> pics of his chest online like what's the uh, context in the film it's it's his it's the superman logo but is it his chest no, it's right now it's a body double. Yeah, but uh, what's the no, situation in which the only part of his body the characters can see is his chest? If he, they don't get a contract made out. I, right? uh, I, I, it's one of those well, garages no, 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 he's saying, that he's saying, What is the in-text reason why? So, it's going to be... I, I, mean, I don't know. Apparently the rumor is that he's that the, that he flies by over Billy's school and they like they like... 
I don't know how they're going to pan up, but they pan up to where you can just see like his, his symbol or something. Oh, okay. Um, and, and then what apparently he goes, what apparently Billy Batson's character Shazam says is like, uh, he says, um, yeah, I, Shazam. Yeah. That's his character's name. He goes, no, he says Shazam. Yeah. He says, uh, oh yeah, we're friends or something like that. And I think that's a funny little ad lib in there, but do you what? think Goku could beat Superman in a fight? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cause I like Goku Army, more than I like well, Superman. Yeah, so Army Hammer is Batman. Apparently, uh, is not a real thing, but I just thought it'd be, it was an interesting little antidote to cover. I think, I mean, I, we're going to cover that religiously because I'm the host and we will be covering everything DC as long as it's announced. Mm. Uh, next, uh, Thor is playing Hulk Hogan. Uh, Chris Hemsworth is signed on to play Hulk Hogan in a Hulk Hogan biopic. Um, interesting. Interesting. I have no interest in wrestlers at all, even though I'm I'm really wanting to see the fighting with my family film. Uh, but I have zero interest in WWE. Uh, I've I literally, I've never sat through an entire WWE broadcast. Not even a cage match. Not even a cage match. What? Unless you're considering from the Holy Trinity, the cage match between Bonesaw and the Human That's Spider. The, the best. Well, that yeah, that's the best in ring fight I've ever seen. Three minutes. What are you doing up there? Staying away from you. That was pretty good. Toby McGuire. Thanks. Wow. Spot uh, on. Randy Savage is what we need. He's the man we need. Not if they don't Hulk have, Hogan. If they, if they don't have a cover, if like Randy Savage, Hulk Hogan, versus Hulk Hogan is like a part of this. That's like the biggest, one of the bigger rivalries of. How, how do you know? Well, I know enough about pop culture to Sounds know that. Like I you it. secretly love it. Fun fact: though, I watched that all the time. <laughs> I did. I did watch. I did watch. <laughs> two channels, and there was a there was a WWE segment going on on TNT, and uh, I couldn't help myself. I actually watched like fifteen minutes of it, and I watched this stupid fight happen, and I'm just like, I get it. I understand why yeah, this so, is watched. I guess this like, is this is kind of entertaining. A few years ago, uh, I was watching Hulu, and they used to have this recurring commercial about the WWE. Um, and I remember there's a a person talking about it. He's like, "Yeah, you know, I love the WWE. I watch it all the time. You know, so much that I almost got fired from one of my jobs because I'd skip work." I was like. What the heck? Eh, it's addicting. But what do we think of Chris? <laughs> what do we think of Chris Hemsworth as Hulk Hogan, though? Is that? Uh, I don't know if he could do it. It'd be interesting. I don't know if he could do it. This is the acting job of the century. If he can pull this off, I think it'll be. I think he'll do all right. The movie will probably be terrible. Yeah, it is on Netflix. Chris Hemsworth so. has a bad, uh, bad record with movies outside the Marvel Cinematic Universe. His movies have not been very good. The best one that I've seen was. Bad times at El Royale. Yeah, all of his other stuff like Black Hat and uh, wasn't that his brother? No, wasn't that Liam? No, that's Chris. Black Hat's Chris. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff that Chris has done that just haven't been received well by critics. I mean, he was in that Vacation reboot with Ed Helms, and I don't know uh, if that was his fault though. He was the best part of that. Ghostbusters. He was in Ghostbusters. Honestly, I didn't. I didn't think. The most recent Ghostbusters was that bad. I didn't think it was that bad either. It was entertaining. But... I never saw it. Was that the all female cast? Was yeah. he? Yes. Just... Okay. Yeah. It, was, it was entertaining. Uh, no. He was in Rush. Wasn't Rush pretty good? The one about um... Rush is always good. Was it indie driving? Ladies. Oh yeah, he was, yeah. He was he was good in. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> yeah, he was good in that. I've heard. I haven't seen that before. But um, yeah, I'm interested to see this. It's gonna be really cool to see like his transformation to get into that character because like a young going Hulk, from supremely buff to slightly mega, more supremely mega buff. buff. 
He's like a lean build right now. Do you think they're going to show uh, Hulk Hogan's sex tape? We can only hope. With Chris Hemsworth? I want, just like, if you guys Hulk ever Hogan saw... Hogan had sex with Chris Hemsworth? He could. If you guys have ever seen Black well, Klansman, out. at the end of Black Klansman, they show a bunch of real-life footage of various different things that happen across the country. So if they could end the Hulk Hogan movie with his real-life sex tape airing in theaters... I think that would be a really great way to close Getting the film. Getting that NC-17 rating? It would really round out the film, and I think uh, be... make, it for, <laughs> make it for really impactful. It would be weird. I just love how I'm gonna you see... compare the sex tape with Hulk Hogan to the end scenes of Black Klansman. I mean, it's virtually identical. Um, the... Wow, that wow. just realized that is super <laughs> offensive. Whatever. I'm, I Hulk Hogan's a terrible Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Hulk Hogan's <laughs> a terrible person. Is he? I know nothing. All I know is I, I don't know. like Gawker Media, and he sued them out of business. Oh, did he really? Amazing. Yes, oh. Gawker Media went out of business because oh. Hulk Hogan sued him for Didn't all their he money. S- I thought he okay. said he said some kind of like. Well, he, Gawker Media obtained his sex tape illegally, yeah. and then they well, yeah, aired it on that. TV. But there was some controversy, some other controversy. Like he, I don't know, said something racist. I think. Um. So yeah, Chris Hemsworth is Hulk Hogan. Um. Something else uh, that we covered last week, and it's probably the reason why we uh, why these got reinstated. Uh, the Oscars is are are no longer putting their for their categories to commercial break. The Cinemastic crew was able to overturn this, especially Tanner's Instagram post. Mm. Um, there's no doubt that got straight to the heart of the uh, of, of the Oscar Committee. group. And they they overturned it. So you're welcome, America. We got your four four of your categories back on air. Um, <laughs> you're welcome, world. Welcome, world. You <laughs> we know, did someone it. Made a, someone made an interesting point about that too. The Oscars are literally one night a year, one night a year. And even if their ratings have been dipping in terms of like how how many people have been watching it, right? Their ratings have been dipping year to year. Their one night ratings for like the three hours are on TV has to be more than three hours of programming that's usually taking up that spot. It's either more or the exact same. So it's one night. Why are you cutting 15 minutes of awards? Like, what's even the point? Just leave them in. Agreed. It, 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 everyone gets their moment to shine and they can, and then we, the night's over. I mean, you already, we've, we're prepared by now about this the oscars take forever there are three hours long i really enjoy watching them for the most part um so yeah i don't i don't understand why they even felt like that was in that i hope so. none of the people that accept for the categories that weren't going to be aired i hope they don't show up Ooh, that would be <laughs> that would, awesome that would be badass be baller yeah. yeah i don't get why the oscars aren't a um like, uh, you, you know, Super Bowl for not really so much this year, but it's always a thing about, like, trailers debuting, yeah. movie trailers debuting the Super Bowl. You think it'd be Why perfect. isn't that a thing for the Oscars? Yeah, I don't know, man. That would be perfect, you'd think. I yeah. wonder if it's because it diverts the attention of the audience from movies that they're trying to honor that night. Mm, I, I doubt I, they care I, about I, that. They just they tried just to move money. four categories to commercial breaks. Yeah. I don't that's know. True. I don't, that would, that's a good idea. I'm surprised that hasn't happened more, but yeah. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited they're bringing it back. I, I I enjoy watching the Oscars. I sit down and watch the whole thing. So I'm I'm happy that they get to keep those categories in there. You know uh, what, man? They didn't even nominate the first Lego Movie for Best Animated Picture that year. 
Yeah, that was ridiculous. So, that was ridiculous. No, no credibility. That was an incredible movie, and I'm still salty about that. Ugh. Hopefully, Amazing Spider-Man. Kubo. Hopefully, hopefully uh, Kubo lost the some Disney bullshit, whatever year that was. You really liked Kubo. I thought Kubo was okay. Kubo had heart. It was, did. It's it had a good vision. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. I don't think it was like... Didn't but, play but, it safe. But comparing it to the other ones, I mean, if we were just going to award him just for being a little bit... I, I mean, I guess I could see it. It was an interesting story. And it was a good It was a good movie. Um, Zootopia? Was Zootop- that what it lost to? <laughs> Zootopia is uh, really good. No. I, no, I no, 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 no. Zootopia is no. awesome. No. <laughs> it's no. so good. Guys, I watched Zootopia so many times. I freaking I'm taking, love that movie. I, That's one of my favorite Disney movies ever is Zootopia. It's just, it has, it does the yeah. least with any interesting premise. Tell that to freaking Gazelle... Shakira. Tell that to Gazelle Shakira. All right. Can I be the I, first one to say? Do you remember this? Who? <laughs> what is that? Shakira. The, the Shakira. Shakira. Oh, she plays Gazelle. She plays a Gazelle in in, in Zootopia. And they all Got it. Okay. Have sorry. a dance party at the end of and the movie. And it was just wonderful. Look, I'm just wonderful. On board with the movie's message. I just think other children's films have communicated more or less the same thing. And done it in more creative and interesting ways. I just loved the world building, and that's the main reason. I would I argue Zootopia. there was none in Zootopia. It's just animals in animal looking. You need to watch There's it like again. Different parts of the There's city. Different parts. It they go doesn't. To the, it doesn't the, think itself through. They all need the to way. go find like a rabid tiger, and they have to go to the jungle area of the city where there's like yeah, a bunch of on a it's, farm. It's like cities and houses and selling these, produce in these jungle houses, and then there's the main city, and then there's like an arctic area. It just I thought the world building was really well done in that movie. I agree. You should I, you, I should, really you should give it another shot. No. You <laughs> <laughs> can go to hell. I. <laughs> I know. You're... I will avenge Kubo and the Two Strings. Yes. Um, speaking of Disney movies, Disney owns Marvel, and Marvel just was recently putting out a little ditty called Captain Marvel. Uh, so far, the reactions on Twitter have been amazing. I don't know what else anyone was expecting. They've literally never been bad for a single Marvel movie in the history of Marvel films. The exact same thing will be put out. At least nineteen tweets that say you sound a little bitter. This about is a lot. No. <laughs> I, I, I enjoy DC. I enjoy Marvel movies. I mean, anyone who says <laughs> anything other than that, I mean, is just lying. Now you say that none have gotten a bad review. What movie do you think will get one? Which none. one do you think will be the none. first? Marvel Ooh. follows a very, very specific formula. That again, I all... get that, but there's got to be one right, just... that. Well, mm. if there was any, I was going to say Captain Marvel because she is a for me like because no, the... you got what's her face playing well. Uh, but the trailers have not really portrayed her in a Brie very interesting... The, the trailers have done her a disservice if her character's interesting. Yeah, that's a trailer. Totally. I know, but that's like the largest part of the marketing, you'd think. So that if there was one Smallest that was going to bomb part of the movie, it, though. If there was one part that was going to bomb, it would be the trailers and then like and people like not interested in the character just because the promotional stuff. So, I mean, people didn't like Batman vs. Superman before it even hit theaters just based off the trailers. Like, oh, don't have a good feeling about this. I, trailer got me on board. Um, well, I mean, I'm a superhero fan. I'm a DC fan, but for a lot of that, Batman vs Superman was like kind of dead on arrival because of its marketing campaign. It seemed like, but with Captain Marvel, I feel like this would be been the one that wouldn't have gotten such great great reviews. But I thought really I enjoyed like the trailer for Batman vs Superman. 
I did, I but like, I got seriously, you, you, I never saw the they, movie though. So. They were just but, stuffing the marketing down your throat. Yeah, I've never seen it all the time. But if again. you, but if you look at, I mean, there was just something about it. Like you just felt like you're walking into a funeral going to see this movie because there was just a lot of downer energy about that. I just remember because I was so hyped for it, and I looked up. I mean, I, I would say other than Force Awakens, I have in Last Jedi, I have not done more research on a movie in terms of rumors in terms of of fan reaction in terms of anything other than batman versus superman and i could tell you just like there was just this overwhelmingly like seemingly negative view of the movie before it even hit theaters and it turns out they were right the the movie was not very good in, yeah. in theaters so so this is the one i thought would have been bad i would but. say well i don't think any of the marvel films have bombed critically I'd say a good portion of the Phase One films are probably less well remembered, like um, the first Captain America, yeah, Iron I, Man Two. I enjoyed the first Captain Incredible America. Incredible Hulk, Thor. Hot take, yeah. The first you, not Captain even Marvel, Marvel, not even Marvel remembers the Incredible Hulk. The first yeah. Captain America is my favorite Captain America. No, Ooh, no, Winter, Winter, Winter Soldier, Soldier, Winter Soldier is the, the best. No, I, I you need like, to go and rewatch over that. Civil War. Oh, so I. <laughs> If you say you really hot take, you better <laughs> measure not, your fucking words, Max. I do not like Civil War. Oh my god, I do not like wow. that movie. At all. It, the, why? There's some really great. Did po- you miss there's... the part when Spider-Man yoinks Captain America's shield out and he's like, "Hey, everyone, that was spot on." <laughs> was that not the best thing you've ever seen? That was pretty good. Again, but that yeah. was in trailers. I right? didn't. The movie, it was. Yes. yes. I didn't like the movie. There's great bits. The end fight between Captain America and Iron Man where they're beating the shit out of each other, that part was dope. I thought the Spider-Man parts were fine. The fight was kind of underwhelming to me. Um, I thought the fight was great. What? What? I just knew... I, there's no stakes. There was more creativity no in that fight than the entire but DCEU. The, the, reason, the reason I didn't like Retweet. it... Retweet. I... I, I, I I would throw... There were emotional stakes, Max. The Avengers oh. were tearing e- themselves apart. They were making jokes the entire time. Is this one of those edit things from that old sci-fi movie? And like, did he just say that old sci-fi movie? He's a goofy teenager. Yeah, they were joking around with each other. Also, They're I like, don't... sorry about this. That As... as Arrow guy punches Black Widow. They're like, sorry they're about... It's like, you better not hit me. What emotional stakes? They're the, buds. There wasn't, for me, I just didn't see, I didn't, the reason I didn't like Civil War is I didn't feel the stakes. The only emotional stakes I found were in Iron Man and Captain America's fight. That was real because those actors are incredible when they're together like yeah. that. That was a great bit. But that was the reason, because, I mean, if you, if Hawkeye, if the, if the fight starts, when like, Spider-Man lands, hey, everyone, arrow to the chest, <laughs> fucking dead. No. <laughs> How funny would that be if Marvel got the rights? To, just think this. Marvel gets the rights to, from Sony. Everyone gets hyped for Spider-Man, and they kill him off a minute into the damn film. Uh, Talk about... Hawkeye wouldn't kill a teenager, man. But if you would have... If if like, that arrow would not have pierced that suit I just anyways. didn't. I just nope. didn't fear for any of my characters. Even if it did, I don't think it would have killed Peter Parker, because he's very strong. I didn't fear for any of them. No, they, if they would have... <laughs> and he has spider sense, so he would have dodged it anyways, Max. <laughs> yeah. But also... <laughs> You've seen him talk in that voice the entire <laughs> rest of the podcast. But also, uh, like, El- later in that in that movie, like, I thought for sure, I was like, oh, my God, are they going to kill Rhodey off? They're going to kill Iron Patriot. And then, no, he's he's fine. War machine. I'm pretty sure Don't that... call him Iron Patriot. I'm pretty sure he that happens in the comics, too, right? He loses his I don't legs. know. Well, everyone thought 
Cap was going to die at the end of the film. I thought in so the too. Civil War comic arc, he gets yeah. assassinated. But. That was the thing yeah. too. Is that like that again? That's the reason. I what wasn't... are we even talking about right now? We're talking about Captain Marvel somehow. We got here. We're talking. Yeah, yeah. So um, I talked about which one would be the worst, and then we went down the road of Captain Marvel. Um, and then we got we into went Civil down War. The, and we, we went down we agreed on We agreed on liking the first Captain America film. Yep. I enjoyed it. I don't know if Guardians 3 would Guardians be. Guardians 3, I think, if there's going to be one that just is it, You think it's because Gunn's not? Yeah, I think it could be because he's not involved, and Marvel might try to scramble to... Yeah, critics are going to have a bad taste in their mouth. I'd be so upset if, if it's not a good movie. Guardians is my favorite storyline. You're not going to see Guardians 3 for like two or three years anyways. So. Yeah. That's... It's I like J- Joss or not Joss, what's his face? The lead. Taika Wa- oh, wait, no. Kevin Feige. Yeah, Feige says like it's definitely not done. We just we we have it shelved for a little bit, and I'm like, no, you're never gonna make another one of these. Um, I I don't know if they'll make another, but well, actually, do you want to finish up our thoughts on Captain Marvel real quick? I'm still interested. The trailers. And themselves, I think I've said this before already, didn't do a lot to sell me. I just like the character outside of the movie. Um, although I came to know her as Ms. Marvel originally. They've kind yeah. of done some rebranding yeah. um, in my lifetime. Because I believe there's a Captain Marvel who's a dude in Marvel's universe as well. There's a Marvel or something like that. Yes. Captain Marvel was um, a male character and... Um, Carol Danvers kind of gets his powers copied onto her, um, and then so she became Ms. Ms. Marvel, um, mm. and she had the the black leotard outfit, um, which I think is her more what I would consider to be a more iconic look, although obviously not very practical or particularly military looking. Um, but she would later go on to take the title of Captain America in the more recent um, Marvel comics, I think over like the past five or six years, maybe. Um, Wait, so the movie's the, just straight up establishing say, her as Captain Marvel and not Did you say she Ms. becomes Marvel Captain face. America? Did I? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Captain Marvel. Oh. Um, Spoiler. She also has an interesting connection with the X-Men in the comics which they can't establish with this film yeah. um, since it was made before the Fox acquisition. But um, uh, Rogue gets her power, her flight ability from Captain really? Marvel in the comics, yeah. Hmm. And uh, she kind of joins up with the X-Men for a while. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I'm excited to see how they incorporate the X Men into the alive, movie. Max. <laughs> Oops, I'm I'm excited to see how they incorporate the X Men into the Marvel universe. There is a uh, some people think they're they're going to tease <laughs> Fantastic Four or X Men at the end of Endgame. Now, hear me out. They go back in time. They save everyone. Everyone who disappeared in the snap comes talking. back, but mm-hmm. their genes are altered, and that's what causes the gene imbalance oh. for X Men. That's a that's, that's a, I mean yeah. I you have to you have to wonder why uh why it how they're going to make the X-Men work. I will not move. Um how they're going to make the X-Men work in this universe yeah. considering there's so many of them. There's like hundreds of X-Men characters 
and they have not been seen in a single Marvel Universe movie. So you do have to wonder how they're going to get creative and include them. Sure. Um, yeah. Here's my thing with the Fantastic Four is I don't think they can work in a contemporary setting. I think if you're going to have Fantastic Four film, you should set it in like the late 60s or the early 70s. I disagree. Because there's kind of just an old fashionedness about them. Um, yeah. I can see that. I mean, if you look at like the best example of modern day Fantastic Four that is that literally is not Fantastic Four is the Incredibles, right? Right. Um, I think they should take mm-hmm. a lot of inspiration from that. I would if I was if I was Kevin right, Feige, I would kind hire of, Brad Bird to do everything for this too. It's sort of set in like an unknowable point in time, right? Like well, it's kind of a retro futurist. It's a retro futuristic yeah. thing, yeah. Which can't really do in the MCU because it takes place. I think if they did yeah. like if they did like a family a very family friendly like they do an incredible incredibles type of style and they mix that with like, you know, your family comedy type of of I don't know. It's going to be interesting, but I'm excited to see these characters join the MCU. Uh they're they're a very unique um there's so many I mean the most popular characters in Marvel's universe are still other than Spider-Man who joined in, you know, 2015. It is still uh without their most popular characters in in the Marvel universe and that's the X-Men Fantastic 4 uh and uh a bunch of other I don't think that's things. Gonna... We were really struggling <laughs> on our headsets. Just keep today. talking. You're oh, good. there we go. That that's it. That's oh, it. Oh yeah. Um so yeah, let's move on to the next subject here cuz we've been talking about Captain Marvel for uh, Stone's Age. Um, well, not really, but <laughs> uh, uh, the Highwayman just got a trailer for Netflix, and that's the Netflix original film, and it stars Woody Harrelson and Kevin Costner. Now, for me, I'm a huge Woody Harrelson fan, and I watch nearly anything he's in. I just the guy is so charismatic, and he just he just pulls you into what he does in any movie, even if it's like a an easy paycheck for him. Like uh, now you see me, now you see me too. I still love those movies because they're stupid fun watching. They're just stupid fun movies, and Woody Harrelson's the main reason for that. What about Semi Pro? I haven't seen Semi Pro. Oh my god, is he in that? He is in that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it. He must be great in that because he's hilarious. By the way, Woody Harrelson has an Instagram yeah, account. Bad. No, and yeah. it, don't watch it. <laughs> it Woody, it's funny, but don't watch it. Woody Harrelson has an Instagram account what? and is exactly like love that what you'd think a Woody Harrelson Instagram account would be. Has a bunch of stuff on there, a bunch of really weird memes that you get to see Woody looking at his phone and just going, <laughs> doing his Woody Harrelson laugh at it. I'm going to post this and then post it to Instagram. Seriously, there's just some really lame memes and he's just like, you get to see him. You get to see Woody giggling at his phone and then posting it to Instagram. I get to see it plain as day. Were you around um, on Reddit during his Can we please talk about AMA? Rampart? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember that day. He, he just, I don't think it was actually him. I think it was a publicist no, and he had no idea not. what was going well, on. Well, and then the Morgan Freeman one, how That's it 100% wasn't him. Yeah. Like they posted a picture of him sleeping. <laughs> like, yeah. Didn't they shirt. Photoshop the paper like yeah. on him? Yeah. yeah. As well. Like it, it was it's like, <laughs> you know, why? Why are you even doing this? Um, probably had a movie coming out, man. Um, So the highway man looks really good. It's about Bonnie and Clyde, right? Have we established it's that? It's about uh, two sheriffs coming out of retirement to stop Bonnie and Clyde. Texas Rangers. Which, fun fact. Walker, Texas Rangers. Fun fact. They're Roundhouse? both Chuck Norris. I wasn't entirely sure 
Bonnie and Clyde were real people until just now. They are real what? people. What? <laughs> you... Oh, Max. I thought they were movie characters or TV show characters. No. They're real people. Yeah, they, well, they were. They were? They were real people. See, I guess that's how I knew them. They came to infamy from their TV show and their portrayals of whoever portrayed them. Um, I always thought they were just movie characters. I haven't really done any research on them, and it's not like Bonnie and Clyde was covered in our history books at, at school. If it was, it was probably like a little excerpt for the time, but uh, I had no idea. Never done any research on Bonnie and Clyde, so I thought that was straight up a movie or TV characters. So Shocking to find that out. Um, but yeah, the trailer looked good. Uh, I'm getting more excited for Marvel uh, Netflix originals. They're starring pretty big-name actors, and it seems like they're getting some actual quality films coming in. Um, and there aren't, they are no longer maybe the mark of death for any film that's coming out. If it gets a Netflix tag t- stamped on there, it's like, oh, the studio thought this was going to be garbage, and Netflix bought it and is going to put it out because they got it for cheap. And probably there's no movie that's proven us wrong on that yet. Um, but yeah, that movie looks pretty good. Um, and again, I'm a big Woody Harrelson fan, so you guys seen the trailer for that at all or heard anything? Uh, I haven't seen it I yet. watched it with yeah. you. You did. Yeah. I am interested in it just because I like period films, um, and I like gangster films. Yeah, and like it looks... 1930s era kind of stuff. It looks kind of western-y, too. Um, kind of like in the same way that... Uh, um, that Chris Pine film was a western. Star Trek. Yes. Mm. <laughs> no, that one with a uh... Hell or High Water. Yeah, that's one. Uh, very, very good. Um, what else was in the news this week? Uh, Rocket Man got another little trailer. So this stars Taron Egerton, who is going to be playing Elton John, and uh, the trailers look very, very interesting. Uh, looks like they're going to take a unique take on the biopic. Uh, kind of adding in some fantastical elements, which I enjoy, especially with someone like Elton John, who was just this, you know, larger-than-life figure when he performs. Um, and what they did is they came out with this thing to kind of, they came out with this little preview, and they did some director interviews and, and interviewed Taron during this little trailer. And basically what it said, they came out and said, is Taron is actually singing the entire time. This is Taron's voice. Oh who's going to be doing Elton John's songs. And uh, Elton John said he's actually he doesn't think he's heard someone sing his songs as well as he's heard Taron sing his songs, which hmm. is, that's very high praise, considering Elton John's probably been covered till so many times, it's it's just ridiculous. So My favorite Christmas song. What's that? Step Into Christmas. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's an upbeat one. Um so yeah, Taryn's gonna be singing, and I have to imagine they're putting this out here that Taryn is gonna be the one doing this because uh, Bohemian Rhapsody obviously came out, and Rami, is it Rami? Rami, Rami, Rami. I thought it was Rami, but Rami. I've, I've Rami. heard people say Rami. I say Rami. Rami. I think it's Rami. Uh, I don't. Yeah. I've never heard it spoken by him. Yeah. Rami uh, sang in the movie, but he was mixed with Freddie Mur- Mercury's Mercury Mercury's actual <laughs> voice. And I believe they did that because they wanted to actually have like the lyrics really blast off the screen in a more uh, visceral way. And instead of just having R- Rami lip sync, 
they actually had yeah. him sing, and then they mixed in Freddie Mercury's voice to make it the way it did. So they're saying that's not the case here. Taron is doing all of the singing, um, and he's doing his well, own interpretation. Awesome. So yeah, and it sounds good. Isn't like he it, sounds good. Yeah, I I didn't know it was him. Same when I saw the trailer. Director, right? The director they brought in to take over Bohemian Rhapsody when Brian Singer was fired, I believe. Is doing Rocket Man? I think that's the same act director. Oh, really, Tim? Could you pull that out? I'm checking now. Uh, also, Brian Singer's probably a terrible person <laughs> just throw that in there probably a terrible um, person. he's the worst seems like see. a total total douche i don't i don't think dexter I... fletcher yes no yes no <laughs> no uh oh no yes it is yeah. oh Sorry. Well, yes, it geez is. tim i was looking well, at the screen screen toes, was like, yeah yeah because uh, brian singer saw as the director credit for bohemian rhapsody um yeah but um so you wouldn't even see his name, that that guy's name, right. Dexter Fletcher. Uh, That's exactly. interesting. Uh, Matthew Vaughn is producing it as well. Now that, that makes me a little concerned because I I did like Bohemian Rhapsody, but like I said, I was a little underwhelmed on the biopic side. Well, but then you have to also take there was into also account. Brian Singer's what sure he filmed yeah for sure. It, so you, so. It, it really comes down to how much he filmed, which. I suppose, actually, if you film over 50%, you're supposed to get a director's credit. So that's why he does. So he filmed over 50. So I guess they had to kind of go with his tone and vision yeah, for it and yeah. to finish it out rather kind than do uh, their own Justice thing. League Very much scenario. So. Very much yeah. so. Even worse uh, on the Justice League side. <laughs> Okay, um, and then lastly, there's a few movies out this week I think you all should go check out uh, that I wanted to, to pull up here, um, starting with uh, How to Train Your Dragon 3. That is a, one of my favorite animated series of all time. Uh, it's great, great story. Adults and kids alike will enjoy it, and it looks like it's going to end uh, just fantastically. 93% fresh, certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, so... Uh, that's that's probably going to be a killer. And then there's that Fighting With My Family film that Brianna talked about a little bit that she saw at Sundance. Uh, it's coming from the Rock 7 Bucks production company. And it's uh, about a family of people trying to make it to the WWE and one of them eventually making it. Uh, Is this based off of a real, yes. real person? Yes. Who's uh, the wrestler? Paige. Oh. Yeah, yeah. The wrestler is Paige, um, and she's sitting at ninety four percent fresh, ninety two percent viewer rating. It's got great reviews. So it's a nationwide opening this weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Shit. Yeah, that's why I think Brianna said it was very anti Sundance because it's clearly highly produced and it's going to be released everywhere. Uh, so yeah, it's coming out this weekend. I'm excited to see that. That's I. Those type of films that are like kind of indie, kind of big picture, kind of like maybe, again, I bring this up all the time, Edge of 17, it's produced very, very well. I mean, very, the production on it is very big studio, but the story is more indie. Um, so I'm excited to see something like that, especially because I don't really know anything about WWE, and it'll be interesting to see uh, what kind of goes on behind the scenes on that. Um, so yeah, those are a couple movies coming out this week. Uh, so now we're going to move on to our next segment of the night and that is our main event and our main event this week is oscar predictions so it is time for the main <laughs> event for the third time okay so we're back with our oscar predictions and uh we're gonna have a little fun with this because I'm, I'm interested to see what people are gonna say i think there are um there are 
some real close calls this year. So uh, uh, it's going to be um, interesting to see what everyone says. Tim, are you taking the uh, toll ba- ballot of this? You writing down all of our predictions? Uh, yep, I can do that. Thanks, buddy. Um, Should I? Do you want me to take us through category by category here? Um, yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. <laughs> so, first category: <laughs> performance by an actor in a leading role. We have Christian Bale in Vice, Bradley Cooper in A Star Is Born, William Defoe in At Eternity's Gate. Rami, 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 Rami Malek in Bohemian Rhapsody. I always butcher people's names. This is like a recurring thing for me now. Yeah, and you're an English major. That's proper nouns. This is a different <laughs> story. In uh, Vigo Mortensen in Green Book. Oh, I didn't notice Vigo got uh, thrown in there. Yeah, um, it's weird that I guess I haven't seen the movie. I thought Mahershala Ali would have been the lead not Vigo Mortensen. He wanted another uh, supporting actor. But yeah, he got the supporting nom for that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. Um, so I've only seen one of these movies. Oh. Did you see A Star is Born? A Star is Born. I saw it like two weeks ago, finally. I think Bradley Cooper... Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. Did you, you, were ta- you talked about it. So I, I watched it, what, two weeks ago? Yeah. I enjoyed it. The first, like... 30 minutes of that film are really, really, really good. And I just think it slowly, slowly gets worse as it goes. It's not so bad. Is, is it up to the point of where she performs with him the first? Basically, yeah. As soon as her own career starts to take off is when I start losing. And it's not because her own career is taking off, but I feel like the movie doesn't really... It, it loses sight of the characters as people and is more focused on just kind of like these events in their life. Yeah. Sort of, if that makes sense. It gets less personal as mm-hmm. it goes, I think. Yeah. But the whole, yeah, them falling in love with each other, it's incredible it good. filmmaking. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, I don't think Bradley Cooper gave an award-worthy performance, performance in that film. I would have to think Willem Dafoe for at Eternity's Gate. I want to see that movie. You think he's going to win on, it? It's oh, on Redbox now. shit. Okay, I forgot why we were doing this. Um, <laughs> Christian Bale and Vice. <laughs> I think Christian Bale is going to get it as well. I think that's going to be mine, uh, my pick uh, is Christian Bale. Um, I think a dark horse would be Vigo because Green Book keeps getting nominated for all these things. I think that's a, a dark horse pick, but uh, I'm going to say Christian Bale and Vice gets... The nomination gets the award. I'm going with that as well, yeah. dude. When I first saw that trailer, I think I looked up like three or four actors. Like I didn't even look <laughs> at the IMDb page. I looked up yeah. three or four actors. I was like, it's not him. Yeah. It's... And then I went back and rewatched the trailer where they finally start listing off names yeah. towards the end. It's crazy. And I was like, holy f- yeah. shit. Shit. <laughs> 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 That's so good. It's yeah. So good. It was. Yeah. He, the transformation he... for that was ridiculous. And he is. Yeah, I mean, he disappears. He yeah. really disappears. I can't recommend that movie enough. That's one of my favorites of the year. Definitely go check that out. Tim? Uh, I'm struggling between Christian Bale and Rami Malek. Uh, pick one. You know what? For the sake of being different, I'm going to pick Rami Malek. Okay. Hey, I still think it's a good pick. Okay. All right. Moving on. Performance by an actor in a supporting role. Mahershala Ali in Green Book. Adam Driver in Black Klansman, Sam Elliott in A Star is Born, Richard E. Grant in Can You Ever Forgive Me, and Sam Rockwell in Vice. 
again. Whew, I've only is, seen is... one of these films. <laughs> but right this, there is with a, this is a really tight race here. I'm honestly not sure. If I were to guess... Did Sam Elliott really... Oh, no, shit. Uh, Sam Rockwell, did he have played... He was Bush, He's right? Bush. Yeah. And he was good in it. Was he? He was good. Uh, I'm going to say Mahershala Ali because he's probably the best thing about that movie and he's an amazing actor yeah he's really good so he's great in true detective season three i did really like sam elliott in a star is born um worthy of a non but maybe not the award but i think mahershala ali is gonna win adam driver that's just me throwing one out there sure i only saw i'm actually gonna say adam driver too I think Adam Driver was great in Black Klansman, and uh, I think he deserves uh, an award for it. Tim? Uh, I'm going to go with Mahershala Ali. Mahershala Ali. All right. Tanner? Moving on. Performance by an actress in a leading role. Uh, I'm going to fuck this up. Yalitza Aparicio. Oh, I'm not good with the... Hispanic names. Good. She's got to crush Roma. it. I didn't take Spanish, so <laughs> no, you know. Right. Uh, in Roma, Glenn Close in The Wife, Olivia Coleman in The Favorite, Lady Gaga in A Star Is Born, and Melissa McCarthy in Can You Ever Forgive Me. I've seen two of these films. Oh, I think Olivia Coleman in The Favorite. Okay, Jordan, <laughs> I'm gonna go with Glenn Close. I'm okay. Okay, um, I have seen none of these films. Uh, so let's go with Melissa McCarthy because I'm sure she's tired of falling down for laughs in movies. She deserves a gold statuette to put on her mantle. Who? Uh, so there's a there's a stake for the viewers in this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's our bet? Um. Whoa. Ooh. I don't know. I don't know. Ten bucks. <laughs> Ten bucks. <laughs> <laughs> How about this? Whoever gets the worst on the the little form thing has to buy tickets for everyone else for the new Avengers movie. Jesus, that's a fifty dollar uh, freaking yeah. bet. Forty. That's huge. You know, you know, here. I'd be all, I'd be all right with it. I'm, Damn it! Man. I can I can save a buck, a buck yeah, a week a until buck then. A buck a day. A buck a day. How did it go out again? It did for a second. Are we even going to go see that movie together though? I, I mean, know. you can buy tickets online now. Why not? So, do you not, do you not want to? I'm saying I'm probably going to go see it Thursday night when it comes. I was going to see it oh, Thursday, Thursday night. night too. All right, well, I'm going Wednesday night. Let's do it. I'm okay, how about I'm going to find a way. How about okay? How about this? How about this, Max? Uh, instead of the person who gets last, the bottom two have to buy tickets for the other two. Sure, sure. There you go. There you go. That okay. works. All right. All right. The people who finish last out of our four here. Have so, to buy tickets for the other two for Avengers Endgame. I'm just going to copy um, whatever Tanner says. Did everyone says. weigh in here <laughs> for leading uh, No, you, you didn't, you didn't no. weigh in. Uh, sorry, I was writing everyone down. So can we just get a and quick I interrupted, recap? Sorry. Uh, uh, Olivia Coleman in the favorite for me. And then it's Yalitza Aprecio, Roma, Glenn Close, The Wife, Olivia Coleman, The Favorite, Lady Gaga, A Star is Born, Melissa McCarthy, Can You Ever Forgive Me? Yeah, no, I meant like who did you pick? I did oh, Glenn uh, Close for me. You picked Melissa McCarthy, right? And then I'm actually going to change that. I want Lady Gaga. Olivia Coleman. Lady Gaga. She impressed me just because she was good. Uh, I don't think it was a 
best actress level performance. I just think I've seen both that and the favorite, and I think Olivia Coleman. I, I just think because she's a, a singer, like a known singer and whatnot, that she puts in a performance like that, people are going to want to vote for her just because oh, they, sure. just because they think that's like impressive alone. Just like her, her performance may not be as good, but the amount of effort that went into that to put put a performance like that out is the same as anyone else's. I would think. Um, might be why. Okay, moving on. What? I haven't picked yet. Um, I'm going to pick Olivia Coleman as well. Okay. Moving on. Performance by an actress in a supporting role. Amy Adams in Vice, Marina de Tavira in Roma, Regina King in If Beale Street Could Talk, Emma Stone in The Favorite, and Rachel Weiss in The Favorite. Ooh. I so, know of two of these. I know, again, I have to keep reminding myself here, it's not who I want to win. Um, it's who I think is going to win. So it's probably between Emma Stone and Rachel Weiss. I'm going to give it to Rachel Weiss. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Well, I don't want to copy Tanner. Uh, I'm going to go with Emma Stone as well. There you go. All right. <laughs> okay. I know I'm going to be the worst too. I already know this. <laughs> so hey, some of these are just a guess for me too. Uh, okay. Next one, best Disney film. Oh, I'm sorry, best animated feature film of the year. Incredibles 2, Isle of Dogs, Mirai. Did you say Isle of Dogs? Yeah, that's that's the joke. I didn't realize that was kind of the, the yeah. pun Yeah. until someone spelled it out for me. And I was like, Isle oh. of Dogs. Yeah. Um, Ralph Breaks That Internet, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I'm pretty sure I know what we're all... Picking on this one, Spider-Man. Spider-Verse is gonna win this. Yep. So, yeah, I'm gonna say Spider-Man. I'm th- right there with you. I want it to, and I think it will. Yeah, it's got the popular weight behind it. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going Spider-Man as well. I think that's Max. Yep, that's fine. You sure? <laughs> Achievement in cinematography: Cold War. Uh, Lucas Lucas Zal. The favorite, Robbie Ryan. Never Look Away, Caleb Deschanel. Roma, Alfonso Cuaron. The Star is Born, Matthew Libatique. Uh I'm going to say Roma. I'm going to go with Roma as well. Roma seems fair. So for the, the listeners out there, what is cinematography exactly? With the framing of a picture, how it's shot. Um, everything you see on a, everything you see in film is cinematography and how it's the characters are placed and um, how far background is. Uh, the, the composition in, of the yeah. frame, yeah. literally, more, yeah. more or less. Yeah. Now that, yeah, I'm in good Roma. I mean, there's so much to it beyond that. Um, Tim, yeah. Tim just didn't know what cinematography was. <laughs> no, I was, I, was no. Bu- I was buying time. I know. I, uh, I just. <laughs> So did everyone pick Roma? Explain it like yes. I'm five. Explain it to me like I'm a five year old child. Okay. Uh, achievement in costume design: The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, Mary Zofries. I guess I should just. just no, I'm going to put these people's names out there because I'm going to be better than the Oscars, even though they have them listed. I'm going to recognize everyone. Black Panther, Ruth Carter. The favorite, Sandy Powell. Mary Poppins Returns, also Sandy Powell. What? Mary Queen of Scots, Alexandra Byrne. 
I'll say Mary Poppins. The favorite. Oh, God. Mary, Queen of Scots. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go the favorite. Neato. Achievement in directing. Black Klansman, Spike Lee. Cold War. Powell Paulikowski. The favorite, Yorgos Lanthimos. Roma, Alfonso Cuaron. Vice, Adam McKay. I'm going to say, uh, I have a feeling it's going to go to Roma, Alfonso Cuaron. Uh, Spike Lee. Uh, Roma. I'm going to say Roma. Roma. Okay. Tim? Tim? Hmm. Tim? Yeah, I'll... I'll... Tim? 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 I'm going to... Yeah, I'm going to go with Roma as well. Best documentary feature. Free Solo. Half... Wait, oh. Hale County this morning, this evening. Minding the Gap. Of Fathers and Sons and RBG. I'm gonna uh, say RBG here. Mm. Although Do you know what this what it is? Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Shit. You need to shut your mouth, Tanner. <laughs> Mining the gap. The notorious RBG. I, I think Free Solo is gonna win it. I want I did you see Free Solo? No, but it's I've heard great. amazing things. It's great. Yeah. It's out for renting right now, I believe. I, yeah, I it's the it. scariest film you'll ever watch. <laughs> it's terrifying. Yes. The heights. Also, I think we can... Are we going to do all the many things, like best documentary, sort subject? I don't think any of us have seen any of we're gonna those. We're going to do that over a commercial break. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't think we need to do best documentary, short subject, best yeah. live action, short film, best foreign language film, film. Dude, foreign language film? We've got to cover that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, so let's skip best documentary, short uh, achievement in film editing: Black Klansman, Barry Alexander Brown, Bohemian Rhapsody, John Ottman, The Favorite, Yorgos Mavropsarides. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Green Book: Patrick J. Don Vito, Vice: Hank Corwin. Uh, I cannot weigh in on this at all. Bohemian. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna say Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, too. Bohemian, sure. Film editing. Okay. Sorry, I'm trying to keep track of what everyone's mm-hmm. guessing. Um, I'm going to go Black Klansman. Best foreign language film. We didn't need to cover that. I was kidding. I don't think any one of us have seen this. Capernaum, maybe. That's it. Roma. Cold War, Never Look Away. Roma, it's going to be Roma. It's going to be Roma. Best Shoplifters. Is Roma. Best foreign language film, Tim. We're all putting Roma. Um... <laughs> I disagree. Okay, I'm skipping. I'm gonna put here. Roma. I really liked. Uh, I'm skipping makeup and hairstyling, guys. So just a just a heads up. I cannot keep up, so I'm gonna stop, and I'll just listen to the podcast afterwards. Oh, that's a good idea. Actually, Jordan's gonna listen. Achievement to it. in music. I'm gonna listen to like three or four times. Written for motion <laughs> after last pictures. week's episode. <laughs> Huh? Achievement in music written for motion pictures, also known as original score. Black Panther, Ludwig Göransson. Black Klansman, Terrence Blanchard, If Beale Street Could Talk, Nicholas Brittle, Isle of Dogs, Alexandra Desplat, Mary Poppins Returns, Mark Scheiman. Oh, That's a tough one. I, I think I'm going to go Black Klansman. I'm going If Beale Street Could Talk. Mary Poppins. I'm going to do Black Panther. 
Okay. Original song, All the Stars from Black Panther. All Fight from RBG. The Place Where Lost Things Go from Mary Poppins Returns. Shallow from A Star is Born. When a Cowboy Trades His Spurs for Wings from The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Shallow. 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 <laughs> yep. Shallow for sure. Okay. Best Motion Picture of the Year. Black Panther. Black Klansman. Bohemian Rhapsody. The Favorite. Green Book. Roma. A Star is Born. And Vice. Man, that's really tough. That's really tough. Uh, I... A Star is Born? <laughs> I think A Star is Born or Black Klansman, but... Oh, shit. Okay, Black Klansman. Um, I'm going to say Black Klansman. I think Spike Lee is going to get it. The Favorite. Yeah. Okay. I mean, on this list, sure, if we lived in a just society, but... um, Just wait, Tanner. Wait until you're buying me a ticket. Hmm. All right. Ooh. Tim? Well, smack talk. Uh, I'm going to go with the favorite. All right. All right, all right, all right. right. You guys are buying Tim and I tickets. (laughs) (laughs) That's worth like three points, right? Um, For yeah. best picture? Yeah. Well, we have left achievement in production design, best animated short film, best yeah. live action short film. I think the only one I... I visual Achievement effects. in sound editing. All the ones all the ones I saw, there's only one more mixing, I think we should really include. In achievement in visual effects. And visual should, effects. For sure. Let's right? do... At least one of the two. Yeah, let's do digital effects. Visual effects. Visual effects. Avengers Infinity War, Christopher Robin. Christopher Robin. First Man, Ready Player One. Solo, a Star Wars story. Um, Avengers. I think Ready Player One. Ready Player One. Boo. Boo. I don't know. You already know what I'm going to pick. Christopher Robin. Phenomenal. No, I'm going to go with Ready Player One. First Man. Okay. And then we should do original screenplay, too. The Favorite, First Reformed, Green Book, Roma, Vice. I'm going to say on this one, I'm going to say Green uh, Book. Green Book, yeah. I did. Roma. Roma. Tim? Yeah, I'll do Green Book. Green Book. All right. So in summary, uh, we have done, we're going to, we are betting right now, and our predictions were for Best Picture, Lead Actor, Lead Actress, Supporting Actor, Supporting Actress, Director, Animated Feature, Original Screenplay, Cinematography, Best Documentary Feature, Best Foreign Language Film, Film editing, original score, original song, and costume design and visual effects are all the topics we'll be covering. Now, if there's one way for you to participate, it's this. We are going to be doing a little Cinemaxtic giveaway, and here's how you're going to do it. You're going to mail in your predictions for Oscar night. All or, fa- those- or facts. Or facts. Um, your predictions for Oscar night to the email cinemaxticpod at gmail.com. All of those ones I just listed, you'd put down your prediction. The person with the most right answers is going to get a ticket, or sorry, a, a movie night for two. So we're going to give you two tickets to go, uh, an AMC gift card, we'll say, to go, or a Fandango gift card. So you can go see whatever theater you want. Uh, we will mail this if we need to. So you email us at cinemaxticpod at gmail.com. 
your predictions for Oscar night in those categories that I just listed. Whoever is the top predictor is going to get a movie night for two on us, a Fandango gift card that we're going to send to you free of charge. That's all you have to do to participate. That's all you have to do to win. Um, so be sure you do that, guys. That's super, super easy. It's a, I mean, it's a really easy way to win free movie tickets. So definitely do that and uh, participate. Share with your friends if they want to participate in it as well. We'd love to have them on board the podcast. Um, as always, you can reach out to us at Cinemaxtic on Twitter, at CinemaxticPod on Instagram, where we're posting on Instagram frequently, and we, we post on Twitter here and there as well. Um, and I think that's going to do it for today's show. That's going to wrap it up. I know uh, uh, we have a lot of stuff to cover coming up here in the next week with the Oscars happening and whatnot. We'll be back on Monday to kind of discuss that a little bit, but also to do our, our next event podcast, which is the Cinemaxies, where we hand out our favorite movie awards for whatever the hell we want. We're making up our own categories. It's going to be better than the Oscars. It's going to be better. We're going to make up our own categories. We're going to have a lot of fun. It'll be, it'll be a good time. So definitely tune in for that to hear what the average moviegoer thinks of this year's movie year. Um, as always, I'm your host, Max Leadum at Max Fozzie at all of my Instagram, Twitter, and uh, uh, letterbox accounts and sitting across from me is my buddy jordan who says he cannot be found anywhere but welcome uh, back on the podcast it's good to Thank have you, you as a guest today buddy um diagonal for me tanner rush where can the people find you instagram and letterbox and letterbox danger rush a danger rush and tim trist over here to my left my buddy tim reichmith where can the people find Hola. you uh instagram and letterbox i just blinked yeah Letterbox and Instagram at Timtrist. At Timtrist. There you have it, guys. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Cinemaxtic. We look forward to hearing from you next week. We're also going to have another Force Vision episode next week and a new common room coming soon. I swear to God, we're actually going to shoot at that some at point. some point. We'll get there. Well, at some point. Uh, <laughs> thank you all so much for listening. This has been another episode of the Cinemaxtic podcast. Bye. Later. Later. See ya. <laughs>